it's such a weird name paddy for an insurance company and people mm -hmm. always ask me about it they say well you're ashley so who's jack so people always mm -hmm. ask about it afternoon good afternoon how how are you all good what about yeah. you uh i've had a good morning had a meeting got booked for a wedding oh nice one yeah so i guess i'm in a, a good mood because of that it is hump day hump day is usually a bit funny because you're like halfway through the week it's dragging you just want to get to the weekend so this was a nice wee pick me up hump day yeah maybe that's just uh I don't know if that's a Scottish thing. Like hump day, it's just in the middle As of in the week. Humpty Dumpty. No, like hump, yeah, hump. Like, ah, uh, I don't know. This is, is this just a, you've never heard that before for describing no. Wednesday? For describing Wednesday, hump day Wednesday, no, never. Yeah, oh, there you go then. Wow. You can You can use that if you want. This Cheers. podcast is so educational. It really is. Um, <laughs> so... That's that's my good news. Don't know if anything exciting has happened to you today. Uh, I learned uh, that the word hump day is used for uh, describing Wednesday. So that's about the most exciting thing I've done so far today. Well, let's make it more exciting then. And we've got a wee episode, um, quite a practical episode, hopefully, about the kind of process that, um, that you may go through to end up naming your business. Or because I think one of the hardest parts of starting something, and and I mean that whether it be a full blown business or even just an itty bitty product you've built, is coming up with a good name. Good names are difficult, and the reasons, the reasons that I find difficult, is because, well, firstly, I don't know if you've noticed, but see domain name availability these days mm -hmm. is practically non-existent. You have to get really lucky to land your your first choice of mm -hmm. domain. And secondly, when you name something, this is something that you, if it's a business, that you want to stick around for years to come. Because not all of us start businesses with the intention of exiting within one year. You know, I've started my insurance businesses with longevity in mind. So it's got to be something that you're happy with even five years down the line that's mm -hmm. a it's a big it's a big stretch um that you're not going to cringe about it and lastly this is the the part that i kind of struggle with the most it's very overwhelming to begin with nothing but a blank page and um i mean i'm like i am really terrible at naming things i don't have a process i don't know where to start i feel bad for my kids if i ever have any they'll have terrible names <laughs> um so i've never quite grasped how to go from this blank page to a handful of relevant and decent ideas and i feel like you paddy um, you may disagree with me, but on the other hand, I think you're pretty competent, at, even talented at naming things. And I say that with confidence because you even named the web app that I built, the property rental management app, Lodger. And I love the name of that app because all of the other app names in that space are like Property Pro and Pro mm -hmm. Rent and Let Pro. There's a lot of pro stuff going mm -hmm. on. You name all of the episode titles for this podcast. You named toddle or we app experiment so i feel like you just have a knack for turning that blank page into good ideas and well it's quite a i do quite like the the process of of choosing a name uh you mentioned about having like a 
blank sheet of paper and how that can be quite scary. I think a lot of people, names are really important. And I think a lot of people get hung up on names, like even at the start of a, a the start of a project, which in my opinion, I, I don't think there's a rush to get a name for your product. I think it's really important to have a good name that's going to last a while and, and be, you know, memorable and explains, you know, what, uh, what you, what your product does a little bit or has, you know, a couple of double meanings. But many people think that the, that's the first step in the process. You have an idea for an app. Okay. I need to think of a name for it and I can't do anything else until, until then. So until I decide on a name and register the domain name if it's available. And I mean, I leave all that stuff until way later in the, in the process. I use working titles for, for stuff. I mean, even this, this podcast, when we started doing it, we called it uh, in Dropbox, it's banana podcast. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I still called that, but I mean, cause we didn't have a name for the show. That was something that we worked on the idea of the show first when we were kind of, discussing ideas back and forth of what topics we would we would cover and how the show would how you know how long it would be and how would we get it out there things like that uh the name wasn't something that was holding us up and then we did a little brainstorming session i think back and forth via email or something and came up with uh with working out which was kind of a it just really fit nicely into the stuff we'd already established of what the what the podcast was going to be and it, it you know it's uh yeah, it really just fit nicely because we're kind of we're kind of always working out the answers to things. Like we don't have we don't have the all the answers to to the topics we're discussing. It's kind of working out, you know, what what we're um, what our thoughts are on them, and uh, you know, it's more about the journey than the destination. So it's the the mental exercise of the of the show that that just kind of really fit nicely with what we had already built. We couldn't have done it the other way and thought of the title before we even started uh, coming up with the the show ideas. So I I think names are really important, but they shouldn't be they shouldn't be blockers. So uh, I think when you have an the biggest kind of uh, tip I can give is is if you have an idea for something, just dive in and start building it and pick a silly working title and um and just get on with it. And then eventually down the line, you'll kind of you'll know more about what your product is and that that helps you name it a lot easier I think. I think that's where I've been going wrong because I feel like whenever I start something it only feels real to me if I've got a name to call it so I spend Mm -hmm. so much time stumped on that that first hurdle of, of calling it something when I probably don't even have the best idea of what the product or business is going to be so that's a good tip and that's definitely where I've been going wrong. Yeah I mean everybody's different a lot of people have that yeah, they can't move on and they need to name it before they start the story, before they start working on it. I think like some writers, they need to name their characters before they start uh, writing about them. And it's some people have that and some people can, can just skip over it. But I find that I only really know what a product is once I've started building it and working on it. And then the name kind of comes a lot more naturally to me like we don't name our podcast episodes until we finish the podcast uh finish recording it so that's why it's it becomes easier to to name what the show was about because i mean when we start when we start this conversation we're kind of thinking it's about one thing but it could end up being completely different at the end of the show so uh but i think everybody's different and it's it's some people just really need to name something i have that with um 
with app icons. So whenever I'm working on something on a on an iPhone app and and we're building it and it obviously the icon is something that comes way later in the process, but I definitely need a a working icon in there. I can't stand having a blank icon or something really really rough in there. I have to spend a little time even if I even if it's nowhere near what the finished icon is going to be, uh, uh, I need to make something nice that I'm going to tap on each time. So I, I have that with app icons. I can't move on until I make something something decent to to play with. You designers, you do you you said no? But wait, first of all, I want to know like actually what your process is for naming something. So do you do you just like start by throwing random but kind of related words out there to the product like what is it how do you approach it i work a lot with uh, uh yeah with a thesaurus and and look at related words to what what look at it uh, i look at related words and phrases that are that are in the same area as as w- what we're talking about or what the the product what need it serves or what, what its goal is or, or how it's built or how it looks uh, and look at words that are related to that and then I you know just keep you know clicking and and getting further and further away or, or trying to trying to combine a couple of things or um, so can I it may- be quite abstract yeah I mean I, I, I usually go I usually try and push it as far as I can like make a mind map or something and just do you know related words kind of spiraling out and spiraling out and then combining them and and mixing them up and and just keep going because you never know how how far um the answer will be and and it's better to it's better to just keep exploring it and exploring it and and ending up on something silly but it really works than you know kind of just thinking of okay I thought of three names that can be one of these. So I, I use like random word generators and stuff like that as well. Just, just completely to, to make myself open to, to any possibility uh, for naming something. What is that like an app, a random word? Yeah, generator? you can just, yeah, just Google it. And, and you know, there's websites where you just, you know, hit a button and it gives you a new random word. And, and uh, I, I usually uh, have that kind of thing open and I've got a list of stuff a list of words that are related to to the app or or the the idea behind the app and and usually use a mixture of that and just kind of keep trying to to come up with um something kind of unique and and catchy that's that's uh that's yeah i mean it can be it can be something completely crazy but it's quite memorable so i mean that can and if you think of band names and stuff i mean if you think of them uh, as the the name itself it's it's completely ridiculous and not memorable but the fact that it, the band is called that and you have the whole history of the band and everything and you've just got used to the name i mean then you're then the name sounds great so also that's something to keep in mind as well people will get used to to a name as well yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, um, even though I was saying that I can't move on with a project until I've named it, and even though I do think a name is important, I don't actually think it's the be all and end all because I think, um, like, uh, whether it's an app or a business, that, for example, a business's brand extends way beyond a logo or a name. You know, it's more about mm-hmm. what you say and what you do and how good you are. 
and I do think that, of course, if when you are naming, when you get to the stage where you do want to name something, you've got to give some serious thought to it and spend some time with it because you do have to potentially live with it for a very long time. And I think it's important to be to feel pride when you talk about your business or your product. Like I've mm-hmm. quoted people, I've quoted people for business insurance who are actually embarrassed about what they've called their company or their website. Yeah. And that just doesn't instill a sense of confidence when, you know, if you're talking to the person who owns the business and they're apologetic about what they've named it. Um, so, do you, <laughs> like, I don't think, I think it's very important, but I don't think it can make or break a business because I do think that a, a brand extends way beyond a name. But what do you think? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Your brand is everything. It's not just your name at all. Your brand is every every experience a, a customer has with your with your product and every everything you put out there and every tweet you you put out there that's all part of the brand so uh i i think it's um uh the name is is really important but it's not uh, it's not the be all and end all my my name uh my business name my my portfolio site is left.com l e f f t and um I'm afraid there's no interesting story about uh, behind that, why I called it that. But uh, I just have, uh, I have a habit of registering uh, domain names whenever I uh, they come into my head or uh, I, have, I have a long list of silly domain names and, and um, that I've registered and just keep kind of registering in the, uh, in the hope that I'll one day put something there. But um, I've registered a lot of like short kind of snappy, uh, domain names if they're if they've been available and stuff and left left.com was was something i had for uh for years and years before i had ever did anything with it and it was just when i went freelance and needed kind of i needed something to put to wrap my my portfolio around or i needed something to just direct people to and i wanted to i didn't want you know just my name so um yeah, that I just was looking through the the list of domains that I had, and and that one just seemed to really kind of fit, and and now it, I'm really used to it, and and consider it, uh, you know, my my business name or like my my brand that I put out there as as being an illustrator and designer. I mean, it's all under this the left umbrella, but there's no real interesting story behind why I have that domain name or what, how it came about but I mean I could make up one but uh, to be honest it's just um, it was just a domain name that I liked and that I got and then eventually I had a use for it so I mean I don't think it's that shows you kind of how it's not really super important that that you have a, a really good story behind your name or anything but uh, that depends what, what your business is I suppose you need to have um, you can make up like reverse engineer a backstory behind uh, your name if you want if, if you want to kind of communicate some certain things with it but for me it's just um that's just the name that that I liked what about um, you whenever you were naming your businesses what how uh yeah what what was your process for for naming things so a get over the camera was an accidental business mm-hmm. you know it just like was a hobby that organically grew into a business and grew arms and legs um and it was actually a self the reason it's called Girl with the camera was because it was actually me being self-deprecating because 
I don't know if you've ever noticed, but like people buy cameras and then instantly call themselves photographers mm-hmm. um, or like people buy domain names and call themselves entrepreneurs. Yeah. So I did not want to be that guy. So I was like really aware that my photos were terrible and that I was just learning and I didn't want to create this kind of public um, photography album or website. So was this a long time ago? Because I can't imagine a time when your photos were terrible. They were terrible. It was, yeah, it was when I first got my camera, like 2009 was when I first started um, taking photos. So Mm -hmm. I created this Facebook album. um, Like I said, didn't want to call it photography because I wanted people to be aware that I was learning. I was, you know, I was right at the beginning. So I called it, I'm just a girl with a camera. Mm Mm-hmm. And um, remembered in a past episode when I was telling you about the actual entry to becoming a semi-professional photographer, it was when I contacted a local news site and Mm. they gave me my own blog. And um, the editor said to me, what do you want us to call your blog? And I was like, oh, I'm terrible with names. Can we not just call it Ashley Baxter Photos? And he was like, well, he'd been on my Facebook and he was like, why don't we call it Girl with a Camera? Mm-hmm. So really it was through that then I saw the domain name was available and and like I said earlier, it's really hard to get to get a domain name these days. And now mm-hmm. I have girlwithacamera.co.uk and girlwitha.camera. Whoa. <laughs> so I suppose in some respects it was similar to your your left name. It just kind of happened. There was mm-hmm. no I, I didn't sit down and brainstorm it or mind map it or anything. That just kind of happened. Yeah. Um but in insurance by Jack, like that was very premeditated. I knew that I was starting a business and I I knew that um, obviously I had to name my business and like because it was because it was a family business that got me into insurance in the first place. Like mm-hmm. the only reason I got into insurance was because I inherited my dad's business. So when I started my own insurance business, it was it was a huge thing for me and I wanted to still kind of incorporate that element of um, my family into it. I wanted to give a wee nod back to my dad. Mm-hmm. So I started brainstorming all kinds of um, things that, that, you know, tied us together, like places we'd lived or hobbies that we shared, just anything significant um, with my relationship with my dad. But, you know, nothing, nothing really stuck. Um I couldn't really get a name that way, so I just decided I'd always liked my dad's name. It's just it's short, it's strong, it's striking, you know, Jack, and and that was through that. And I really, it's such a weird name, Paddy, for an insurance company, and people mm-hmm. always ask me about it. They say, "Well, you're Ashley, so who's Jack?" So people always mm-hmm. ask about it. And but that's a great conversation starter, and and people, yeah, it's definitely a, a memorable name. Like people are going to remember that rather than insurance pro whatever exactly yeah and because it's got a wee personal backstory to it like because i want my insurance company to be less of a corporation and more of a friendly service that kind of all ties the brand together i think so it's it's worked out well i'm really happy with it and like i said it gets people talking they always they always ask about it but one thing I was wondering before I went on to talk about how I named my business is was I wanted to know is left a Belgian word because it does have two f's mm-hmm. so is that a Belgian word? No, I don't. I don't think so. Oh, <laughs> I don't. I well, I I don't know. Now that's something I've never uh, I've never looked into. I'm going to look and see if um, if it's a word in any language, but I don't think so. Mm, I, I don't know. I just thought 
because I think it also it also came about actually now that I think about it back in the back in the day when when websites were doing like you added uh, a couple of letters or removed one letter to kind of get a get the domain name you wanted and things like dribble and and uh, Flickr and where they you know would remove or add a letter I think I registered left whenever that was uh, whenever that was all happening and and um, it was kind of the done thing to to add an extra letter in there so I think uh, I was looking at nice short domain names that uh, I think left was available and um, so I think that that's actually yeah that must be uh, maybe Maybe I guess like eight years ago or something when I, when I registered it. So um. do you know what it reminds me of? The beer. There's a beer called Leffa, I think. Ah, Leffa, yeah, yeah. Le- Leffa, yeah. Um, just because it's spelled similar, I'll bite one letter, but it always reminds me of that. I don't know. So other than like a name having to be kind of memorable and easy enough to spell, do you think there's any kind of general rule of thumb to follow in for picking a good name? Oh, I think, uh, yeah, memorability is, is, um, is really important, I think. But I think you can, you can have something completely unrelated or you can have something really, really obvious and related, uh, to, to what you're talking about. I think, you know, insurance by Jack, the, the name Jack doesn't say, uh, anything about insurance, but you've got a nice story that you can tell people and people are intrigued by it. So, uh, you know, there's plenty of, examples out there like apple i mean that that's not that's not good anything to to do with technology um also another thing we did was um another experience i've had with naming things we uh we made an app called the stat app uh and it's a little I, iphone app for if you have uh ios apps or android apps in the in the app store and um, you want to keep uh, keep an eye on, you know, how many downloads you get every day and how much revenue and stuff. We wanted to build a little app for ourselves to keep, um, to keep an eye on it and, um, uh, on the iPhone. And it was just a really super simple app, which just showed you the numbers. Uh, and it's just nicely, you know, really, really clean and simple. Uh, and the working title for that was just the stat app. Um, and we, uh, we called it that all through the development. And then once we, came about to the naming process of it we were we were thinking about you know there is no better name than just calling it the stat app because that's what you know we can't think of anything better that would describe what it does uh and uh, that's just what we called it and and um uh that's kind of yeah that's something else that the working title just kind of becomes the um becomes the the actual title this podcast could be called banana podcast if Mm. we do if it would make me it. hungry every time we recorded. So do you think that when right, when you decide on a name, do you think the the first thing I usually do when I think, oh, that could be a good name is I go and see if the domain name's available. And if it mm-hmm. is, then I'll snap it up. Um, but do you think it's equally as important to go and make sure that the Twitter handle's available? You know, basically consistency across all kind of social platforms because we kind of fail to do that with um, this podcast only because Twitter restricts the amount of characters. So we've got workingoutpodcast.com, we've got info at workingoutpodcast.com, but the Twitter handle had Mm -hmm. to be working out show. And that did make me, like, it's a bit, it's niggly, it's annoying, you know? So do you think that that's equally as important or or not a big deal? I think it's quite, um, 
Yeah, it is quite quite of a it's quite an annoying thing that we that we can't have it consistent all over the place. I think it's that consistency is really important. But I mean, it's not the end of the world. And it, and domain names, seeing if the domain domain name is available. I mean, that's something that I do really quickly when I come up with a uh, an idea for a for a product. But if it's not available, like the whatever the name is dot com. Uh, it doesn't put me off that name because I mean, it's not the, you have so many domain extensions now that you, and you can add lots of things to the domain. I don't think it's super important, um, to have whatever.com, uh, exactly like that. So that never stops me, um, from keeping a really good name. Um, but having consistency across all the other stuff is, uh, it's definitely, uh, something, uh, something that's important. And for us, I think when we were deciding, so we looked at, so workingout.com, I don't think was available, but that wasn't such a big issue because I think it was smart for us to have the, the, the word podcast in there, uh, for working out podcast.com. So it's really obvious to people, you know, what this is, especially as we've got a name working out, which is, you know, uh, it sounds like, uh, it could be something to do with exercise and stuff. So the, I think it was important that we had working out podcast in there. So ideally we would have that on Twitter, but yeah, we were, you're only allowed so many characters, so we couldn't do that. But I think it was more important to have the the podcast name in there rather than having working out show.com. Uh, I think podcast, that's why we, we went for, we took the hit on the having not, not having the, the same name as our, a dot com and and as our Twitter name, so uh, I think you just have to weigh up all the options and see what's most important to you. Do you know what I really? Why I find naming so difficult? Why is that? Because it's actually think about how huge a commitment it is. It is like getting a tattoo because once you've got it, you can't really change it. You're kind of mm-hmm. stuck with it for potentially like fifteen years, twenty years. That's a really scary. Um, thought but then do you remember that really interesting but controversial move um regarding 37 signals oh yeah they renamed their um they they just renamed to base camp didn't they oh after 15 years and being so well established they just changed their name after over a decade in business like that's i mean when i first read it i was like that's uh, Generally, that would be a really suicidal move, I think, but it hasn't been for them because I think they are big enough to get away with it. But um, I mean, even to this day, I still I still call them Thirty Seven Signals. I haven't changed to thinking of mm-hmm. them as Base Camp, but yeah, really. But they they went for they they went to totally back Base Camp and just Base Camp, didn't they? And so they they put it as their their number one product and and. Um, they they just focused on on having that, and I think for a lot of people, uh, Basecamp is Basecamp, and they don't know who Thirty Seven Signals is. So uh, I think that was probably the kind of all involved in the the decision behind that. Yeah, I mean they're really smart people. I'm sure that it was a very well thought out and calculated move because not everybody, like you said, I, I don't use their products, but I read their blog, so I knew of them as Thirty Seven Signals. But mm. like they're just their random user is probably just a Basecamp user and maybe just knows them as Basecamp. But yeah, interesting move there. Mm. So so there you go. You're not necessarily stuck with a name for the rest of your life. So it's not that big a commitment. 
But, but yeah, so just to kind of reiterate, you suggest like starting with a blank page, doing a bit of mind mapping, even getting quite abstract and getting as far away from, you know, the original, the original idea, but also still being apt. That's, that's how you recommend naming things. Mm, and certainly generator too. Random word generators. Yeah. I mean, but the biggest thing is, uh, I wouldn't let it hold you up. I wouldn't let it block anything. Finding a name for something more than, uh, more often than not, uh, the naming process for me comes kind of halfway through the, the actual building of a, of a product because then I, I know what it is. And sometimes it just kind of hits you, uh, when you're not thinking about it and, and ah, that's the, the perfect name for this. Um, but I, 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 I wouldn't worry about having the name before you start. Yeah, do you know what? I'm just going to like end with this one last question because um, I'm in the process of trying to name something right now. Um, I'm launching a photography email course. It's a premium course that so people pay for it. And then over the course of a month, I send them like um, several assignments. And um, guess what I've called it? It's the most unimaginative title you can ever imagine. Mm, I'll just uh, tell you. I'll just tell okay, you. Okay, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's called girl with a camera email course (laughs) (laughs) and i'm like is that like and the tagline is for the dslr novice who needs to pick up their camera more so i've gotten really specific with Uh who it's targeted at but i just i'm like for this kind of thing doesn't need a fancy name or should it just be girl with the camera email course wow that's i think your tagline is perfect that really um that really especially the who needs to pick up their camera more i think that's uh that's really targeted um at the like people identify with themselves once they read that uh i wonder if well i mean this is going to be under the the girl with a camera brand right yeah so i mean it has to be called something like girl with a camera but uh it's hard like i'm just thinking does everything need to have a fancy name or can it just be like no i think i think it it can be yeah i mean it can be what it is uh you know it can be really you know just blatantly staying stating um what it is is the the email course i mean it's the girl with a camera that you're trying to get people to remember it's not the the email course part so it's it's you want to sell the whole brand of girl with a camera so that's you should yeah be putting that um be putting that first so i mean i don't know i'm gonna have to think about it if if it's uh it's something i would consider i mean if if the girl with the camera brand is really what you're trying to sell at the end of the day i mean i think that should be in there girl with an email or something girl with an email i've got a theme tune i have to make sure that works with my theme tune girl with an email yeah it's it's hard it's hard but i i I think in this case for something like this the actual copy of the landing page is far more important than Uh the title at the top so i might just end up leaving it you you can find out in the next few days when i launch Ooh, (laughs) exciting yeah okay then well, well so where where can they go to to f- sign up for this or find out more oh about man it? i'm so i'm doing my product launch so wrong i've got this really long-winded subscription page right now so can we just link to it in the show notes okay i can't even remember it <laughs> <laughs> wow so it's really catchy <laughs> so catchy mm-hmm. 
Okay, so I'm going to go away and employ your, your techniques and try to come up with better names. Great stuff. Okay, you've been listening to Working Out, uh, a podcast about doing what you love. You can find out more and listen to all the back catalogue of episodes on workingoutpodcast.com. And you can send us a tweet at Working Out Show. Bye. Bye.